Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts that you need to make right now in order for that to be possible. Go to I am factor1.com now and I'll show you exactly what those key shifts three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than 6 minutes. Once again that's i am factor1.com. Today's guest is Edward Collins. For more than 2 decades, he has helped business owners across all across the United States to tackle the challenges that a lack of financial literacy creates. As the founder of Uplevel Entrepreneur, a business coach, a financial strategist, and a committed problem solver, Edward has dedicated his career to creating his by design methodology that focuses on sharing actionable, tested in the trenches tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs develop mastery over the mindset, money, and momentum necessary to achieve what he refers as real wealth. One million freedom loving, family focused entrepreneurs. Edward, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Josh, I appreciate you having me here. I think what you're doing with your community is amazing. Um, and to get things done, uh, just take adopt my two-minute rule. If something takes less than two minutes, don't delay. Just tackle it now. Because at the end of the day, if it's two minutes or less, just get it done. Um, when, you, when it comes to, to business owners and understanding where you stand uh, with regard to, to the projects that are at hand, you have to recognize that as a business owner, even if you are a solopreneur, you don't have to go it alone. There are seven, there, there are seven words that every entrepreneur needs to learn and adopt, and that's find the who to implement the how. If you can do that, at the end of the day, you get things done. Find the who to implement the how. So you, two two golden nuggets there. First of all, the two minute rule. Uh, I think we're all familiar with the five second rule, which yes. uh, you know that served me very well as a kid. Uh, but the two minute rule, that's kind of the the grown up version of it. It's like okay, it really is. Here's here's a little task that just fell in front of you. It's only going to take me two minutes to do. Let me knock it out real quick. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're walking past the 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 kitchen sink at home and there's some stuff in there, just take two minutes, get it done because. Why not? And same thing with like making your bed in the morning, right? Take the two minutes to make your bed. What what does that do? One, you got a task done right when you got up, right? That's not my version. I, I heard this amazing speech by by a, a naval commander talking about at a, one of the commencement speeches. But you make your bed in the morning. You've you've accomplished the first task of the day, which sets you up in the right mood. And when you get home, no matter how your day was, you come home to a made bed. So just take take the two minutes and 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 get it done. Wise words. And there's so many times that those two minute things that we avoid and we walk past, they don't get done. I'll do it later. It's not that big of a deal. I'll just knock it out real quick later. And then they start piling up. And then that two minutes turns into 10 minutes worth of work. And because you don't want to do it, it turns into an hour worth of work that doesn't get done anyway. Yeah. The power of compounding can be either your friend or your enemy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Money money grows uh, with compound interest and and so does the amount of time you have to invest yes. if you don't do it right away. That that now that's a pretty deep point that you just made. Uh because yes. it, the same way that money will compound, time will compound 
if you don't treat it the right way with respect that it needs. Now that's really interesting. And time is worth infinitely more than any dollar ever will be. So in the grand scheme of things, I'm a huge advocate for compound interest and compound growth. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm much more of an advocate of you owning your time, right? Because your time is your most valuable commodity. And I I can prove it, Josh. Like, let me, let me give you this example. Like I have, I have my checkbook here and I'm willing to write you a check for $10 million. How would you feel about that? Uh, And I'll guarantee it'll clear. You feel great about, right? But here's the caveat, Josh. You're not going to be able to wake up tomorrow or ever again. How do you feel now? I would feel less great about that. Less great, right? Because why? Just waking up is worth infinitely more than $10 million. It's worth more than $100 million or a billion dollars because time is infinitely valuable. And most people try to waste their time working for dollars and, and, and thinking about dollar creation, et cetera. But at the end of the day, you want to be, you want, if you're going to invest anything, you want to invest your time wisely because it is literally the non-renewable resource that is worth more than anything you'll ever have in life. 100% agree with that. And, and so one of the things that we can do to invest our time wisely, especially for entrepreneurs, is to understand where we are on this on this path. And I, I know something that you like to talk about is there's these kind of four stages of entrepreneurship. And so could you could you elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. I mean, when you when you look at the concept of entrepreneurism and in, in its overall architecture, I think that it's an evolution, right? You you start off with uh, this idea of not even being an entrepreneur in the first place, right? Most people become entrepreneurs after experiencing something happening within their life. You, typically, they have an idea and they believe that they can take that bright idea to the marketplace and exchange it for other people's dollars, right? You create something of value. And, and quite frankly, that's really the, the key to wealth creation in general, right? You go out there and you create value, money follows. Money is the byproduct of creating value. But as a young entrepreneur, you're you're going through that phase where maybe you're earning zero to ten thousand dollars a month, and it feels pretty good, right? You're 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 in control of your life, but you're not necessarily financially free. And then you get to a point where you recognize that there's more to be had uh, in business, and you start to take take advantage of the concepts of leverage. And this is typically when you get into the the state of the first area of leverage, because there's four qualities of leverage that exist. You have the leverage of, of labor, which is other people's hands and feet. You have the leverage of code, which is technology. Um, you have the leverage of capital, which is other people's money. And you have the leverage of community. And the leverage of labor is usually the first lever that an entrepreneur gets into, which takes them to the next level or the next phase of entrepreneurship when they're adding people to the team, um, whether that's in, in-house individuals or outsourced individuals in order to add value to whatever it is that you you do in business. Now, the, the reason why I like the concept of labor being first in, in the ordination, if you will, of, of leverage tools is when you put other people into the mix, you can perfect systems and processes. You see, the leverage of code is super powerful, but code implements what you already have, right? It just, it, it, it takes what you already have and scales it. Um, and if you have something that is broken, meaning a failed system or an imperfect process or procedure, um, you end up with imperfect results or, or poor results at best. So I like 
in encouraging business owners to start with labor, start with other humans. And if you can get other humans to understand the process and procedure, you can easily get code to do that, do so as well. Um, and then once you get into that environment where you're leveraging humans and, and you're leveraging capital, um, you're, you're able to then start to think about, well, how do I start to leverage my community? How can I, how can I take advantage of the audience that I've created and, and share with them the things that I do to change, change lives, um, regardless of what you do for a living, whether it's offering a product or a service in the marketplace, um, and you take them through that those different environments. And then ultimately, as you continue to scale, you're getting up from $10,000 to maybe $25,000 a month or to even six figures per month. And that's great. Um, don't get me wrong. It's way better than, than earning zero a month. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, the last stage is where I, I call that legatee stage. That's when you're actually creating a legacy in, in your business. So you set up the right systems, you have the right estate planning in place so that God forbid, if something happens to you a hundred years from now, all that you've worked hard for, um, continues and provides value to your family, to your loved ones, to, to the communities and causes you care about. Um, it, it is an evolution and not everyone makes it past stage one, right? There, there are a ton of small business owners out there. And in fact, the vast majority of businesses in the United States would be considered small businesses. And that's individuals that have a hundred uh, uh, employees or less um, and typically are, are earning less than a million dollars a year. I mean, the vast majority of business businesses in the United States make less than a million dollars. When it comes down to it, you're looking at figuring out how can you take your, your business to that next stage, but not everyone's interested in doing that. Right. It, so you have to figure out for yourself, what are your goals? What are your objectives? What are the things you want to accomplish in life and go out and start to accomplish them? Take those tasks to hand and actually make something of the direction that you're trying to take within your business. Got it. Makes sense. And so one more time, could you could you summarize quickly those those four stages sure. that you just so mentioned? You, you essentially have the solopreneur stage where you're just getting out zero to maybe $10,000 a month. Then you get into the leverage of labor stage where you're maybe 10000 to 25000 per month. Um, then you're getting into the stage which is ongoing continuity. So you're starting to lever um, things like code, capital. You're beginning to leverage um, your audience to a degree, making bringing them in into it, and that's maybe twenty five thousand to well into the six figures per month uh, of revenue. Once you're into the seven figure plus per month revenue, um, that's when you really start to enter that legatee stage, where you start. You should start be thinking like, what what is the next thing for me? What what's the next thing for my enterprise? Am I interested in an exit? And what would that exit look like? What does that exit mean for me and my family? What does it mean for my con community? All of those things that a legacy has has as component to it. Awesome. I love that. And I love how how clean it is to where each, each of those has a specific challenge that we have to overcome and a specific goal that we're ultimately reaching for that gets us to that next level, which creates different challenges, different problems, and different opportunities. Exactly. And so, so, so tell me a little bit more about up-level entrepreneur. Who is that for? And, sure. and how can we learn more about it? Well, I'm, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I mean, I, I've built and scaled nine businesses of my own that we still own today, uh, built them up to and through six and seven figures each. Um, I'm a lawyer. I specialize in tax, estate, and business law. And I've been helping business owners pretty much for the past two and a half decades figure out how to do the exact same thing that I'm doing. Um, and 
over the years, uh, my latest business enterprise is Uplevel. And Uplevel is sort of like now the umbrella of everything that we do. And I utilize Uplevel to teach other business owners how to, to really take control of their financial future by understanding how to keep more of every single dollar they make, because I hate I hate the IRS, and I don't want you to send them a penny more than they absolutely require uh, to be sent. Uh, so I teach you how to, to save money from a tax strategy standpoint. I see once you're learning how to do that, I'm helping you set up the right structures uh, with regard to your business, like what entity structures to have, where should those entities be located. Um, and once you have that right structure, then we talk about the tax strategy environment, what, how to reduce your tax burden, how to plug the profit leaks, if you will, in your business. The largest profit leak for most business owners tends to be the area tax. Then finally, once you're figuring out how to save those dollars, meaning but for all of the strategies that we put in place, you would have sent money to Uncle Sam. But now that we have strategies, you get to keep that money. I still want people to think of that as spent money. Meaning I don't want you to just sit sit it uh, on the sidelines doing nothing with it. I want to teach you how to actually go out and acquire assets with it. Um, I call that last phase compound asset acquisition because you're taking the savings and you're actually buying more cash flow with it, whether that's by reinvesting in your existing business for new revenue streams, acquiring other complementary businesses or businesses for diversification or real estate. Nice. And and where can we uh, where can we go to learn a little bit more about that? Um, the the best way to do is to go onto social media, f- jump into Instagram. Like my Instagram handle is at Edward Collins underscore upleveled. My TikTok handle is the same. On Facebook, it's Uplevel Entrepreneur LLC. Um, just jump into our social media. We give a ton of content away for free, content that I wish I had access to when I was just getting started. My first four years in business was an absolute, <laughs> to, to say it was a failure would be like really like, shining a, a good light on on really bad circumstance. Um, and I wish I had access to a lot of this type of information, this type of content. So what I have chosen to do is I chose to give it away for free. I give tons of strategies away each and every day. We post 77 pieces of content per week. Um, and that's a lot of content. It is, it is. But it, again, like when I first got started, I predate Google and I predate YouTube. YouTube. So like what, what I needed at the time, I didn't have access to. And the only way I got access to information was either to go to a bookstore or find someone's hand to shake. Uh, but in today's day and age, you can get access at, at your fingertips. My, but my goal is to figure out how to get really good information because the internet is filled with a lot of junk. Um, so what I do on a lot of our channels is I, I tend to debunk some of the the myths that are out there um, that you hear on social media that you're saying you're saying to yourself that's that can't be right. Well, I I go in and I show it isn't. And like these are the reasons why. This is how it works. This is this is if you wanted to do it, this is how you could do it. Um, we have YouTube channels as well where we break it down in more detail, all for free. Now, don't get me wrong, there are ways to access our community in a paid environment too. But I give a lot of stuff away for free, and people should definitely try to take advantage of it because. My goal is to just elevate financial literacy out there. Got it. And do you have a website or just a social? We do. Uplevelentrepreneur.com. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, uh, Edward, for coming on here and sharing uh, a little bit of wisdom about how you get things done and the two-minute rule. And uh, that's, that was really awesome. We're going to wrap up from here. For those of you who are looking to learn more uh, about Edward Collins and what he does, you can reach him on social media, Edward Collins underscore Uplevel. Or you can go to his website, uplevelentrepreneur.com. Uh, and for the, 
for those of you who are listening on your morning commute or during your workout or somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT. Literally tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here, ain't going to get you there. Go to imfactor1.com now and let's see how much impact you can make in the last six minutes, in the next six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now, hey, Let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with, because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.